Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by me, Fraser McGrew, for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision-making. I'm here with Jordan Fermanis, Tom Spence and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights. And this week, we're discussing Tracy Emin wanting her present back. Nick, I'm vaguely aware of this. Um, what happened? So Tracy Emin is one of the famous young British artists who's now about 150. No, she's I think she's about 50, but um, that's irrelevant. Uh, the, the point is that about 10 years ago, she gave to the government at the time, she gave uh, to, to uh, David Cameron, in fact, um, uh, a present that's of some right. artwork. Yes. And it was a neon, one of her neon signs. Okay. And it says, more passion. Okay. And you can't think of anyone it would be more appropriate for than David Cameron, a man who was famously passionate about his political ideals yes. um but anyway he was only too gladly accepted plopped it in one of the rooms in downing street where mm. it currently resides that's why we've seen so much passion there in the last 11 years but anyway precisely um so anyway she very disappointed with boris johnson apparently having parties i know this is the subject of an investigation so we won't speculate too far but i having think he was parties following the advice lockdown, of that sign but anyway keep going <laughs> well indeed um and uh Dis- very disappointed in the government's behaviour recently and uh, well to be fair to her she didn't actually ask for it back but she said she no longer wanted this artwork of hers to be to be hanging in Downing Street uh, I think she suggested it could be moved to an embassy somewhere or something like that but it but she basically saying you know put adding stipulations if you like to this thing that had been a gift mm. to the government now does she have the right to do that this seems like a moral quandary to me. Uh, there's all sorts of questions and issues around this, as well as a, a noted economist. I know you're a philosopher as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what do we what do we really want to talk about here? Well, do, do you have any rights? Well, gifts, I suppose. But I mean, particularly at least to begin with, is what rights do you have over a gift that you give someone? Feels like there's going to be a short podcast. We're going to wrap this up in five minutes. Um, because you think the answer is just none correct okay yeah i think you've got no rights you got no rights you gave it that's that mm. boom done tom spence well i think you're right that it's a moral question but surely it's also a legal question yeah there there, there must be a, an answer in the law as to what rights you hold i bet it's gift. the same as i think it's gonna be the same answer no you've given it away well with the caveat that i'm not a lawyer and right. uh, nothing i say constitutes legal advice yeah uh, my my research has suggested that there are two different ways that this this could be addressed legally because in most with most things you know you could you could write a contract with someone um, and it could say you know I might give you something and you're not allowed to use it for something else uh, but you can only enforce that under the contract you can go to contract law and say you know you Fraser have broken this contract by having a party in front of my artwork uh, allegedly. Um, However, if you then sell that to someone else, I don't have any recourse over it. They can do what they want because I don't have a contract with them. Unless you had written and you can't sell it. Yes, but that would be uh, you that I have beef with, Mm. not the person you've sold it to. I couldn't force them to do anything or not do anything with it. However, Mm. in property law, there's a concept called a restrictive covenant, Yep, which means um, I could sell you a parcel of land 
uh, with a restrictive covenant that means, for example, you can't open a pub on it. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's one of the most it's quite common, common this stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, for example, a lot of houses are sold with restrictive covenants that mean you can't turn them into pubs. Yeah. Also, the and if you do sell it, you know, the the original seller gets you know X percentage of the of the of the increase in the value and stuff like that. This is yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure that counts as a restrictive covenant. Though, okay. Because a restrictive covenant is a weird one because it's not enforced under contract law. Mm-hmm. The Restrictive covenant is essentially held by the estate of the person who created it. So whoever inherits their land and estate or buys their land and estate holds the right to allow the house that I sold you to turn into a pub. Mm-hmm. No matter who who has I'm bought the house you. from you. I'm with you. So that restrictive covenant travels with... Travels that. through time, yeah. So a gift of land with a restrictive covenant, you could retain some rights over, but... Uh, a gift of any other kind would only be enforceable under contract law and if it's given as a gift there can't be a contract because there's no consideration meaning no one's paid for it so contract law doesn't kick in so i agree with you with the exception of property Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, for someone who's not lawyer, you sound nice and loyally. It sounds can, pretty can good. I, just, you know, I'm, yeah. I think it might be worth drilling into what a gift is. I've got there is a legal definition. Go would you on. like to know what it is? Yeah. Okay, so in order to be a gift, uh, well, as Tom says, consider there has to be an absence of consideration, be it ever so small. What does that mean? Well, if I a consideration is basically any valuable thing which you give to me. So, so if I say, oh, I'll give you my car if you give me a back rub, not a gift, because you're you're giving me a back rub is mm-hmm. is consideration, right? Mm-hmm. And and then it becomes, as Tom says, part of contract. If I don't get that back rub, you Understood. don't get my car. Understood. Um, so the other things that you need to have uh, in order for something to be a gift is you've got to have what's called donative intent. You, it has to be you have to intend to give the mm-hmm. gift. Now the interesting thing is, so you 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 can you would have if you were saying I gave you my car and I'm saying no I didn't. You you would have to prove that I had donative intent, but um, you don't have to prove that someone accepted the gift. Right? Acceptance has to be there. So it's possible to reject a gift. And that stops it being a gift immediately. But um, it's assumed that acceptance is there. So if the property is transferred and I intended to transfer it to you, you, no one has to prove that you accepted it. And that means that you can give a gift to a child or someone who's mentally incompetent um, in any way. You can give a gift to to someone uh, who would not be considered competent to, you know, to to make judgments about things. And the assumption is they would accept it because you'd be mad not to well you you wouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth would you that's the point um it also has to be delivered but that doesn't have to be physically so for example i could deliver my house to you by simply giving you my key that would be considered delivery um uh the and the other thing is it has to exist i can't make you a gift of a future object i said i just can't do it mm. um i can't so i can't and for this is quite uh, there's an interesting uh, issue here about birthday presents. For I give you a, a box and say, there you go, there's your present, and you open it. Hey, presto, that's yours. But if I give you a box and say, right, you don't open that till your birthday, I can take it back at any time because it, it, it's not, tra- I haven't transferred it to you yet. So that is what a gift is. Now, th- I mean, sorry, just, I just want to, because this is, before we move on to the Tracy Emmons situation, just the a consideration could it be a forbearance to act right so you could say well i will promise not to play my loud music 
um, if you, uh, you know, if you, if you, you know, give me uh, a back rub again. Yeah, back rub. So, um, and and I would be forbearing to act, but you're not allowed to. Uh, it, you can't include in a contract a forbearance to do something you're not allowed to do anyway. So there's an interesting question here about whether if Tracy Emin had said, right, here's my more passion artwork. It's not a gift. It's a contract. And what this is, is if for some reason there's a global pandemic in 10 years time and if there's lock, serious lockdown restrictions, I, uh, you are not allowed to have a party mm. in Downing Street. And if you do, that, yeah. yeah, the problem is you wouldn't actually be able to make that an enforceable contract because he wouldn't, shouldn't be allowed to do that anyway. It's like saying, I'll give you this as long as you don't murder anyone. Mm. Well, it's not enforceable. because on, you're not, on the flip you're side, not. you also can't give someone a gift and say, but you have to murder someone. You can't make someone do something that they're not allowed to do. Yes. Listen. So um, there's, there's that's 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 uh, that's gifts. Oh, sorry. There is one interesting, but I think we haven't had from Jordan. Well, we yet. need to hear from Jordan. But before we do, I'm disappointed. Okay. It's it's partly because we're talking about facts. Because um, it's, it's legal facts. It's because it's legal stuff. I think it's. Interesting I don't think it's stuff. interesting. Because we all but know that's what not my. Is, that's not we, my. But what is it legal? But that's not my bigger question here. That's not my bigger problem with this. My bigger problem is that um, it's it feels so legal. Right, it's so legally defined. I just can't see what we're adding. Here's okay. a human. We, know, no, we need human to get example. a bunch of uh, lawyers discussing this. Why the hell are we discussing that? And I'm not sure what we're adding. Okay? I think it's very important to cover this off. All Otherwise, right. we, we might all have our own ideas about what a gift is. I'm just saying, forget about your own gotcha. ideas. They're stupid. It's in an act. Right. So we've problem. established our base. Sorry, sorry, there is. It's just there's something really important I need to get off my chest. Here. Go on. And it's it, taking all that together. Engagement rings are a really interesting example of this, which okay. are close. So we're getting closer to the Tracy Emma situation. Uh, in the olden days, and by the olden days, I mean before the uh, Law Reform Miscellaneous Provisions Act of 1970, uh, an engagement was considered a contract, which meant that the engagement ring, um, and if you didn't get married, did not belong to the person you'd given it to. It belonged to you. So you could ask for it back. But since then, it hasn't been considered a contract legally marriage so you when you give someone an engagement ring i'm afraid you are out of luck if that unless you demand they give you a pound then there's consideration right, you can right? sell it to them it's very romantic here can you sign this but um but i thought i thought that was interesting and touches on this whole question about you know whether you have rights over a thing you've given someone so yeah anyway uh, yeah i think the idea of gifts is more expansive than just the the law um, yeah. I think there are ethics also around gift giving. There are also different customs around gift giving um, around the world, and so and so. I, yeah, I think to sort of, I don't think it's purely a legal question. I think there are lots, lots of other things that come into it. Um, and there's also, you know, I suppose in in terms of the uh, Tracy Emin example, that giving gifts to politicians um, or political parties also throws up questions of bribery and and other. It verges on unethical practices as well. So I think, yeah, that while there is like a legal sort of definition for gift giving, I think there are other sort of forces at play as that, that govern the way we think about gifts and the appropriateness of giving gifts to certain people at what time, um, how they're delivered, what the gift is. Um, but yeah, as Tom was mentioning, there are different conditions that are associated with some as a, as a way to... I feel, I, like, I, I feel think... like Jordan's just... That's made me think that at least we have the legal language now to reframe mm. what he's saying Yeah. Uh, in legal terms. And I would say it's like this. It's like, when is a gift secretly a contract? And and is it the case, for example, did Tracy Emin hope that there'd be big tax breaks for artists 
Was it secretly a contract? I'm more interested in the state of mind of the gifter, okay? Because what is it that's so great about David David Cameron that's so awful about Boris Johnson? Now, you might have a load of immediate answers to that, right? But it, it's, it's you know, I think that's what's more interesting. Who who the hell does Tracy Emin think she is? That she does this sort of grandiloquent sort of, you know, here's a gift of my wonderful art to, weirdly, to David Cameron. Yeah. It's a bit surprising that artists are so into David Cameron. Um, or that artist. And then, you know, a decade later, she goes, do you know what? Um, I don't like this Boris Johnson. That David Cameron was wonderful. That's why I gave him that gift. And I don't like this guy. I, th- I think it's, I just think it just talks more about the absurdity of, of in this case, the gifter and the, the sort of vagaries and the arbitrariness of, of, of what she's doing. I, I know that's what, that's what gets my goat about this. None of this other legal stuff um, or even the moral stuff. I don't think she was giving it to David Cameron. She was giving it to the government, which is okay. why still in number 10. Well, yeah, but I mean... Oh, very important distinction. And I'll tell you for why. Yeah. Because of that lady uh, in her will gave... Uh, it was not a huge amount of money. It was £500,000 or something to the government. Mm. And and apparently this is very unusual for people to donate money to the government. Anyway, the um, government at the time was the coalition and the uh, Tories and the Lib Dems decided that they would split it 80-20 between their respective the parties. parties. And of course, yes. Oh, then there was a challenge oh, 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 oh. And, and it was decided that no, that's going back to the taxpayer thanks. That's what she meant by the government. But you no, know, so it's important to draw a distinction there. Well, yeah. I mean, sort of. Um, Tom, introduce well, introduce some um, precision and facty type stuff to our conversation, but not too precise and not too facty. Well, I uh, I've I've got more of an anecdote that uh, opens potentially another line of questions. Yes. So uh, it's about reputational impact. Okay. Could Tracy Emin have grounds to argue that you know this gift is associated with her? She made it. It's her artwork. Okay. And therefore her reputation could be impacted by the the owner of this gift mm, mm. and their activities. Um, and the reason I thought of this was actually a conversation I was having earlier about the Toyota War, um, which was a war between Libya and Chad, uh, which became known as the Toyota War because the Chadean troops were ferried to the front lines in the back of Toyota Hilux ah, pickup trucks. More or less, when was this? Uh, just... ooh, this was a while back. But okay. in 2015, so mm. if you follow the news from conflict-torn regions of the world, you'll notice that Toyota Hiluxes feature prominently. Um, they're very reliable pickup trucks, essentially. Uh, and so they are the one of the favoured tools of insurgents. Mm. And in 2015... Toyota was forced to release a press statement uh, essentially saying that they didn't know where ISIS got all the Toyota trucks from, they don't endorse them, and they would like it very much if ISIS stopped using Toyota trucks. Which they can't help it if they're so effective and efficient. If they they make such good technicals. They're they're strong enough to strap a machine gun to the back uh, or even anti-aircraft. They don't break down halfway to Basra. Um, And that led me to think, actually, is... Are there parallels between that and Tracy Ellen? Obviously, it's not a <laughs> gift uh, in this case. You know, yeah. They would have been sold to someone and sold through many chains. But there's still a reputational impact of Toyota branding being associated with insurgent and terrorist groups around the world. Mm-hmm. You know, does the fact that Tracy Emin's artwork is associated with the government mm. give her some grounds to uh, opine on 
where it should be used. Yeah, I doubt her. I doubt her. Um, I mean, in, it feels to me that I don't think her um, objections were around her own reputation. But anyway, I still think it's a good point. I still think it's a good point. Um, I just think it's that she just liked the last lot, didn't like this lot. Anyway, um, but that's just pure conjecture. Um, Nick. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the question is if. <laughs> And this is touching on this question of are there other things going on when you give someone a present? Like, what is the psychology of it all? Is there ever such a thing as just a present? Like, here it is. That's yours now. The end. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Like, if, you know, you kind of want you, you First of all, you might expect some gratitude. And you might be right to expect some gratitude. Like, if you've got no gratitude whatsoever for a gift... Um, I think you'd have, have the right to feel a bit piqued. I, I'm not saying you would, because you would. I think you'd be right to. There's an understood kind of that transaction. The, the, in a that way. secretly it's a contract, and you give me gratitude back, right? I think it's is. I I think that's it's an expectation that you'll be grateful if someone gives you a gift, mm. right? At the very least, um, is there also an expectation of reciprocation, mm. like it? If I get, if you keep giving someone presents and they never get you presents back, at what point do you have the right to say, wait a minute, you know, I know it's a present. I know it's supposed to have no strings attached, but the strings were, it's time for you to take me out for dinner or buy me a bottle of brandy. I, I, and I, I think, I feel like that something like that, it might be that the government has, has transgressed against that social code here. It's rather abstract, I know, but... Tracy Emin might think, well, I gave you that present on the grounds that you'd behave sensibly and be a you know, nice, sensible government. Mm. And you've, you know, you, you haven't given me what I expect back, which Maybe is a David nice, sensible Cameron government. took Tracy out for dinner. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. The I government think, took her out for dinner. I think, though, that comes back to Jordan's point of it. If that's the case, if it was a gift given in the expectation of something in return to the government, that becomes a very uh, morally sketchy area, right? You know? It's, uh, well, it goes back to the well, question of is it really a gift? What is a gift? And, well, is tra- is altruistic behaviour. Yeah, is, is basically a, is policy really being made by Tracy Emin in the background through the provision and withdrawal of certain works of art? This needs further like, investigation. Is he the spider you know, at the centre of the government policy web? Um, you're well, giving it, yeah. out an artwork here, perhaps withdrawing one there until until the, that policy mix is precisely right for her lifestyle. Mm. I don't know. I'm not saying that's true, but I'm also not saying it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as long as her artwork's hanging in the in Downing Street, there is sort of an association between her and the government of the day. So I think probably what she's trying to do is sort of distance herself from this current government mm. because otherwise people if they looked up at Downing Street and saw more passion oh who's that by oh, Tracy Emin it, it sort of she might want to sort of make that distinction that just because her artwork's hanging there she doesn't actually approve yeah. of the current current government which I can understand perhaps just because ISIS like our trucks doesn't mean we <laughs> like ISIS yeah. Yeah. Oh, well no actually that makes me think of let's say that I really like you're, you're, you're my favourite employee this month. Mm. And I give you employee, best employee uh, uh, poster. Mm. And I give that to you and you hang it up. That's a gift. I've given you that poster. Mm. And you hang it up in your home with my company logo on it. Mm. And everyone who comes in and goes, gosh, what a great employee you are. Mm. And then you embezzle 
a million pounds <laughs> out of my bank account. Do I have the right then to say, no, this I, poster... I want that poster back, please. I want it back. Take it down. You're implying an endorsement from me of your of your naughty behaviour and I and I don't endorse it because actually fact, you can, can still put on LinkedIn back? I think you could say that I, I, you can still put on LinkedIn well, you know then, I got you know oh wow in December 2021 like best yeah, employee exactly. yeah so so I I think that's what's going on here like I think Tracy Emin might say well look you 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 okay you accepted the physical artwork but by hanging it up you're implying a continued endorsement by me of your government and you no longer have that i still don't think that's the case but um I've i'm got, trying I've got, i'm trying to help i've got nothing here. to back that up. trying to give tracy throw tracy a bone yeah yeah you. hey listen uh, we need we're, we're sort of close uh, to the end i actually wanted to bring us on to something but before we do we've got some real life stuff here that we can examine what you were talking about with gifts because as as i just want to remind you is that i recently have given you gifts nick right a lovely book i gave you a very book, yeah okay for christmas oh is there something else yeah well, there was something else <laughs> Um, it wasn't that back rub, was it? No. Okay. Um, and so I gave you a book, and by the way, and that all kind of went wrong actually, because what was the book? It was what was it called? The Armchair General. The it's Armchair great. General. It's like a cross between a, a choose your own adventure book and and the history of the Second World War. It's yeah. Great fun. But I messed up my gifting, didn't I? Because I sent you it. Sent to, it to the lady down the road. <laughs> yeah, I said yeah. it's forty nine, not fifty nine. But anyway, uh, detail. Um, but also, now I gave you another gift. It was when I came down here a couple of weeks ago, and I brought you a all the way from Lincolnshire. Oh, a hastelet. Yeah. Or yeah. Hazlitt, as we call it up there, but anyway. Yeah. Um, Which and, is what? Oh, it's a delicious regional sort of sausage. Uh, it's You know a Lincolnshire sausage with its herby, herby yeah. flavour? Imagine that as a big lump. Yeah, it's like a big, massive lump That's of already Lincolnshire cooked. sausage. And you slice bits off, and it's delicious. If you want if you want to get the extra mile, you, t- you sort of fry them a bit, mm. crisp mm. them up, and then slap them in a sandwich with some brown yeah. sauce. It's heaven. Yeah. Mm. I haven't got any gifts back yet, but, I mean, <laughs> that will come at some point. Where, um, have you brought me another hastelet? I'm not actually, oh. no. I thought about it, but I thought, well, I still didn't give me anything Well, there you go. No, I feel time, bad. So. You see, I felt yeah, bad yeah. that I can't reciprocate. But you, but if you wanted a London sausage, I can fish you one in. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and before we go, I've got, a, I've got a question to ask. You might have something sensible to say before my question, but but the other thing just to say is I reject your offer, I'm afraid, of a back rub for your car. And I'd appreciate it, and so would my wife, if you would stop offering stuff to me in return for back rubs. <laughs> we just need to, you know. Um, okay, so we need to sort of finish fairly quickly. Um, before we do, quick question. You can choose here. I've got different questions. It could be, what's the best gift you've ever given or you feel you've given? Maybe you think you're a great gift giver. I think I am. Um, what's the worst gift and the least successful one you've given? Or, or even gifts you know, that you've received best and worst. There's like four options there. Take one of them. Take take at least one of them, please. Um, take four of them. Whatever you want. Um, does anyone want to kick off? Uh, Jordan. I'm a pretty terrible gift giver. Um, but one of my bad ones recently was I... One of my friends likes films. And so I got him a T-shirt um, with this f- film poster on it. And uh, I gave it to him. I said, oh, yeah, put it on. And he tried to put it on. It was not only about four sizes too small for him, a woman's T-shirt as well. So, like, it just didn't fit or work <laughs> at all. And he was like, oh, thanks very much. Um, can't use that at all. But um, the intention was there. And I think yeah, that's yeah. a big part of gift giving, the intention. intention. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Tom. Um, well, and Nick was telling me about the worst gift he's ever got, which was this book called the. No, 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 no. So uh, I, I've always enjoyed Secret Santa, um, uh, and I think the 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 best Secret Santa gift I've ever given was uh, a uh, a smoke alarm. 
Um, because and the next day there was a fire and you had saved their life. Uh, no, no, it was it was more just that no, that's the, the guy what... hated it, didn't want it. Um, Gave it back to you. Uh, well, no, he thought it was from someone else and, oh, nice. and, and fell out with them. <laughs> brilliant. Um, this and is all, brilliant. All because I got him a fire alarm for Christmas. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought that was a ra- resounding success. Yes. I like that. Sowing discontent and disharmony. Yeah, yeah nice. That's what gift giving is all about. Yeah. Yep. Uh, talking of discontent and disharmony, Nick. Um, I, I don't know. This just popped into my head, but I, I, I still. I, I don't know what I was thinking, but when I was about, um, when I was probably about seven, uh, for my granny, now she might have wanted this, but I thought, I, I basically, I had some spare photos of me from school and one was about, is about two inches by three inches. And I, and that was my present to her, just a little <laughs> photo of me. And, and I, I look back and I think that's, yeah, it's a weird thing to give someone as a present uh, a little picture of yourself here's me now oh admittedly God. admittedly you know she has a granny she was probably quite pleased to get that but um it. but it, it's still yes it's an, I, looking back i sort of think i'm not I'm, I'm glad i don't do that kind of thing anymore <laughs> See, i don't know Nick. i think i think most grandparents quite like pictures of their grandkids as gifts especially if it's something like a graduation or so on but what threw me was when my mum just gave photos of my graduation to like our neighbours. <laughs> I don't think they want that, to be honest. I, I know what I want, you know, in this much discussed Hazlitt stroke book thing. I know now what I would like right. in, in return from you, Nick. Right. I, I want a photo of you, right. you know, in your school uniform. Not not you now oh, yeah. on the school uniform. Yeah. Yeah. That would be weird. Yeah. No, I want I want a photo of you back in the day. All right. And that's not weird? <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfectly all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I remember when I was about 10 or so, it was my mum's com- birthday coming up. My brother was busy or whatever and said, you go out, Fraser, let's get, here's a bit of money and let's get her something. And I, 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 I bought a little porcelain Garfield cat <laughs> that was, Brilliant. but there was Gemini, which was my mum's star sign. So it had two heads. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. I think though. it's really cool. That's great. And I brought, I think I've got it at home now, actually. And so I brought that back, showed it to my brother and he was, let's just say underwhelmed by what I had done. And it was something like, it might even been her 50th or something. It was a proper, you know, big birthday. And where there was no time, we just had to give it to her. And it was all a bit of a, all quite, you know, awkward. We're done, right? Yeah. All right. Thanks as always for listening to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast. I'm Fraser McGrew. We've been here with Tom Spence, Nick Hare and Jordan Fermanis of Aleph Insights. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>